podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to do part two here of cultivating joy. The last podcast we talked about um, how the devil tries to steal people's joy through thoughts of impending doom, fear of the future, always looking ahead and saying, what if this, what if that? There's a scripture that says, they that put their trust in the Lord shall never be put to shame. The Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. The Lord wants you to have a peace about the future. And why is that? We talked about it's because he's Jehovah Shammah. He's the Lord who's always there. He said, I'm with you always in Matthew 28. Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. The God we serve isn't a God that comes and goes. He's a God who's always with us. The Bible says it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So don't let the devil rob your joy because of thoughts of impending doom. We make our days afflicted with thoughts of impending doom, worry, evil forebodings. The other way that I want to talk about today is the devil robs people by self-examination. The devil robs people by keeping them focused on their self and on their shortcomings. There are scriptures in the word that talk about keeping an eye on yourself. There's one in 1 Corinthians where they're going to take communion, talking about the body and the blood of Jesus. And it says, examine yourself that you be worthy. Before you take communion, make sure that you've forgiven. Make sure that there's nothing. Because if you eat this unworthily, you can actually do it to your own harm. So there's times to examine yourself. Hey, am I? do I have the right motives? You know, you have to look, especially in, in there's times where people do things the right way. The Bible says there's a day, com- there's a day coming that God will reveal the hidden motives because there's people who've done things for the wrong motives. There's people who've done what looks like the right things, but they've done it for the wrong motives. So there won't be any reward for it. And then there's people who've done the right things and maybe not as, maybe not on as, as big of a scale. And it didn't look like they did as much as somebody else, but they did it with the right motivation. And so there's going to be a day of reward or, uh, or, or people who miss out because of the wrong motivation. So there are times where you examine yourselves. Hey, is my motivation right in doing this? Why am, am I doing this to be seen? Or am I doing this for the glory of God? But we don't live a life of constant self-examination. One of the ways the devil comes to steal joy is by getting you self-focused. Self-focused does not tend to joy. Self-focused tends away from joy. You know what what focus tends to joy? Jesus' focus tends to joy. The the Bible says in Hebrews 12, we um, we read it on the last podcast. I'll read it again here. It says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us, and let us run with endurance. This is how you run with endurance, the race that is set before us. We do this by looking unto Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. You do it by looking unto Jesus. When your eyes are on him, he's perfect. Man, Jesus, you're my provider today. You know, for these next 24 hours, I know I'm provided for. And I know not only that, but I'm living in the flood, that it's the month of heaps. It's the day of heaps. I know that I'm taken care of. I know that this week's going to be a week of supernatural surprises you, uh, from the Lord. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, the provider, there's a confidence that comes. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be provided for. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, the healer, the healer's with me. And the, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. So when you keep your eyes on Jesus, it tends to joy. When you keep your eyes on self, it doesn't. Why? Because, because first of all, there's always room to improve. If Paul said, I, 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 haven't, I haven't 
attained perfection in Philippians. He said, I haven't been made perfect, but I reach ahead. I'm reaching ahead for the mark of the prize of the high calling. I forget those things that lie behind. The devil loves to keep people in a place of where they're just looking at themselves. And then he pokes in areas and says, oh, you should be better in this area. You're undisciplined in this area. Oh, you had a bad attitude over there. Oh, you're a jealous person over here. Oh, that's some envy over there. And he loves to get people where they live their life. And you know, it comes from a place of wanting to do the right thing. Man, I just want, I want the Lord to be pleased with me. It comes from a place of wanting to do the right thing. But people go around and, and, and feel unworthy because they're so self-focused. You're never called to focus your life on your, your eyes on yourself. There's times where you examine, am I doing this for the right motives? But you don't live in that place of just keeping an eye all the time. Because what the devil will do is you'll send a thought, you'll have a feeling, you'll see something, and then you'll have a reaction that you don't like. And the Holy Ghost will convict, hey, that's wrong. The offering comes up and you think, man, this thought comes, man, I always give. I don't know why they always want, they just want, and then you stop yourself. No, 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 no. Lord, I thank you for the, and you change it. But if you adopt that, you'll, the devil will try to work on that. Oh, see, you're not a generous person. You're not going to get a harvest because deep on the inside, you don't really believe in this. And he'll start to work if he can, and he'll steal your joy by keeping you focused on yourself. So instead, you repent, quick to repent. Lord, I'm sorry for that thought. Father, I thank you that I'm going to become more and more generous. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to step out more and more. Lord, I'm going to be a big giver. Lord, I'm going to give to the gospel. I thank you, Lord, I'm going over and above. I'm not just going to give a tithe and a little offering. Lord, I think you one day I'll give 50%. You know, you, you, you move in the opposite direction. But the devil loves to keep people under identities, identities of things that you beat yourself up over. You know, I'm not very strong in this area. You know, I've always found myself to be weak in faith. And so people take these identities and he robs people's joy. People, people don't have a continual feast. They have a, a days of the afflicted because they just, oh, there's so many things wrong with me. Well, this is the question you have to be able to ask. Because yes, we're all a work in progress, but am I yielding today? Am I allowing God to work in my heart today? Am I letting God do a work in me today? Am I open to change today? Am I yielding today? And if I'm yielding, then I don't have to concern myself with the rest of it. Lord, I've decided to, to enjoy your goodness this year. I've covenanted with you to enjoy your goodness this year. Lord, if you want me to change, I'll change. Sorry for where I get it wrong. But Lord, I'm not going to keep my eyes on myself. You know, the Bible says that the word is like a mirror. So when you come to the word, you see yourself. And so the Lord does that. You'll read a scripture. I read a scripture the other day in Psalms, Psalm 37, and it said, don't be envious of the workers of iniquity or of the wicked, for they'll soon be cut down. And then the Lord showed me that there had been times where I was envious, envious, Envious and, and, and covetousness are different. To covet something is, hey, I want what they have. Envious is saying, if I can't have it, neither, neither should they. That's envious, right? And so there's been times where I, <laughs> it dawned on me, man, I see people who you know are sinners and just living for the devil and they're driving nice cars and they have all the riches or whatever. And, and I'm like, man, those people shouldn't have that. That should be for God's people. But that's envious. Oh, they shouldn't have that. I should have that. That's envy. <laughs> so I had to correct myself. I believe that the th good things of this earth are for God's people. But it said, don't be envious of the wicked, for they'll be cut down in due time. 
So don't attach. Why does this person have that? How come the wicked seem to prosper? How come everything seems easy? And I'm struggling over here. I'm not seeing the breakthrough. That's envy. So I had to stop and say, Lord, forgive me. I won't do that again. Lord, I hope, Lord, that they somehow find a way that they turn to you and then they can enjoy the blessing of God. Lord, let that let those things that they have not be a distraction. So you, you see, you read the word and the word reflects and you see yourself and then you make the adjustments, but they don't have to take long. You can just make the adjustment. The scripture here, I'm going to read in 1 John uh, chapter 3, and it says, I'm going to read verse um, 18, and it says, dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Everyone say actions. We show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, not our feelings. Our feelings don't show we belong to the truth. Our actions show that we belong to the truth. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Listen to this, verse 20. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. You know, God can tell you, to give. Let's just use money as an example. God can put an amount on your heart and then you can take it and then you can give it. And then for a moment, you can have a feeling of like, man, why did I, that's a lot. I can't believe I just did that. And then you, and then that's a thought from the devil. And then you just say, no, I thank you, Lord, that I'm, that's, that's going to be small compared to what I will give in the future. And so you reject that, but the devil will try to, he'll send that thought. I can't believe I gave that much. That's crazy. What was I thinking? And then the next thought, Oh, see, you're not really generous. You're not going to have a harvest because you're not truly generous. You just did it for whatever. And he'll try to get you to feel guilty, even though you've done what you need to do for your breakthrough. You've taken a big step of faith. He'll try to get you feeling guilty about what you've done, but it's not how you feel. The devil can send thoughts that'll make you feel a certain way about yourself. But no, I thank you, Lord. I'm the righteousness of God. I thank you that I'm generous and I've proved it by my actions. I've proved it by my actions. The devil, devil, you can try to make me feel a certain way, but I'm the righteousness of God. I serve the Lord. I'm a soul winner. I'm not getting caught up on these little attitudes. I'm going to be quick to move on. They're not who I am. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. My default is to love, is to be generous. I'm not, I'm not focusing. I'm not agreeing with the negative. The devil loves to get you to agree with how you feel. I don't listen to how I feel. I listen to what the word says. Hey, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And then let, let me read verse 21. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. Today's a day of coming to God with bold confidence. You don't need to feel guilty. The devil loves to steal your joy by getting you so self-focused. Where when you just stop and say, Lord, I'm open to you. Holy Spirit, if there's anything that's wrong with my life that you displease of, please show me. But for the rest, I'm going to enjoy your presence. I'm going to enjoy your goodness. I'm going to enjoy the provision you've got for me. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to not make my days afflicted with thoughts of impending doom. I'm going to have a continual feast because I'm choosing to have a merry heart and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for my family. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you for how good you've been. I love you. I honor you. You know, you spend that time taking that time with the Lord and things will change. The moment you get focused on the Lord, things are great. The moment you get focused on self, there's always room to improve. We'll always have room to improve. Our whole life will be a work in progress. So if your focus is you, the devil can steal your joy. But when your focus is Jesus, 
you'll go from joy to joy to joy. I love you. God bless you. I hope this podcast has helped you. And we'll see you on the next one. Bless you.